Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! You are great. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. I'm just watching this whole thing. And you get Jackson, you're like this. And then Bo just looks like. <laughs> She's just staring at me. And, it's, and I've got you both like in, in camera, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Pulling back the curtain for a moment. Welcome, everybody, to the 30 Something hey. Movie Podcast. I'm the only one wearing the headphones. So, is it like wearing the pants of the family? I can I'm the only one wearing the headphones in this group. It just means John has voices in his head for real today. Well, that's, right. that's right. That's not a podcasting thing. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, I'm sitting here rocking out to the intro music because I'm the only one that could hear it, and then I start getting these weird looks, which I'm used to, so it's not yeah. a problem. Um, but yeah, so we're here. Here we are. We're here together again. Together again. Yeah. Um, we're not doing that movie though. No. We, we've already done Muppets Take Manhattan. That was years ago. Uh, we are here to do. We're, we're here for some pizza. Here for a little yes. mystic pizza. I like pizza. Mystic pizza. I do like pizza. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be a question later. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Mm, yes. Start thinking now. It may take the entire episode for you to figure out what's mm. your favorite kind of pizza. Can the answer be yes? Yes. Right. Yes. Is it easier mm-hmm. to say what we don't like with pizza? Because really... It might be. Yeah. Let's all just be honest. Pineapple. Anchovies. No, really? I don't think I've, ever, I don't think I've ever had anchovies. No anchovies? No. Do you like anchovies and anything else? No. No pineapple on the pizza? No. I've resisted a long time. Then I tried yeah. it and I'm like... It has its place. Yeah, yeah. I've had it before. No. I've had it. definitely has it, its place. It has its place and it's not in your belly. It's not on the pizza. No, no, no. I like it. You like the pineapple. Oh. You don't like but the it, anchovies. Right. The pineapple has its place on pizza, but you can't just throw it on any pizza. you got to plan it a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. got to be. It's got to be. The okay. Dark Horse Surprise. Didn't think it would be any good. Broccoli and bacon. Hmm. Huh. Fan. Fantastic. I understand okay. the bacon. I like broccoli. I don't think I've ever had it on pizza. Mm-hmm. Pan-freaking-tastic. Okay. okay. We used to have this place in Champaign when I was in college, and it was called Antonio's Pizza, and they would do pizza by the slice, but it was all these like crazy pizza concoctions that they would come up with. It was like a mm-hmm. mac and cheese pizza or a... No, I don't even know Interesting. what. Interesting. Yeah. Like crazy... I think they had like a broccoli and something pizza. Right on. And I don't remember what it was now, but and they would still like there. all kinds of no, it's not. Oh. I look oh believe oh, me. I, know. It's, I looked. I looked the last when time I was there. When you went to the to the Dells, there was this pizza. Did I just totally interrupt you? No, no. I'm a little off to, I'm like in work mode, so I'm like no. distracted. Did I interrupt? Oh okay. no, no, no. Because there was this thing called the Pizza Lab that we went to, and that was like mm-hmm. an I guess I've never been to Mod Pizza, but you go down the line and yeah, people yeah. and put and we found this place up in the Dells and oh my Atlanta, it was delicious. I gotta recommend Mod Pizza for those. That's that's the pizza I constructed. Oh, dude! Nice. Yeah, that was right on. They put the cheese underneath. There is cheese in there somewhere, (laughs) but it was like, dang. We went to this place this one time, and I think it was the first time I've been to any of those like, like the crazy hot oven. Oh, pizza yeah, places. Wood fire. It was yeah. A, yeah, but it was like a the the pizza was done in like forty five seconds. Oh yeah. I was like, 
crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It got, um, it's kind it was of a thing in, now. Um, I think it was in, were we in Indiana? Well, there's one I think now we were in Indiana, in... and there was this little place, and it was, it was, it was almost like a non-bread yeah. okay. kind of pizza. Sure. It was really good. Yeah. I'm getting really hungry now that we're talking there's about There's one this. in Wakanda now in Highwood called okay. Slice, S-L-Y-C-E. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. They're wood-fired mm-hmm. pizza now. Yeah. In uh, Lincolnshire, Bonta. Yeah. They do. They put the whole. I saw that one of the last times I was over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have the wood fired pizza. Yeah, Bonta is outstanding. So this time we're not actually going to talk movies. This time we're just going to sit around and talk pizza. Yeah, and that's Lord pretty knows much we could. all that we. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the voices you, I may have voices in my head. If you're listening to this on headphones or maybe in your car, you've got voices in your head too. Who are those voices? I'm John. I'm Bo. I'm Pat. And together we are the the three amigos. <laughs> okay, we did that sitting down, so it wasn't quite as dramatic. But no, I think I it was that. fine. In some ways, it was maybe more dramatic. Because <laughs> John might have pulled. A I think I pulled something. <laughs> Getting too old for this. Um, so yes, so we are here for Mystic Pizza. Um, we might have a couple things really quick to talk about before we get into talking the movie, but very very fast. Uh, we spoil the movies we talk about, so if you have not seen Mystic Pizza. Go watch it, uh, and then come on back, and then uh, feel free to listen to the show. Uh, if you'd like, please leave us a review on iTunes. We now have enough reviews on iTunes that there's an actual little number there. No so way! So they wait a little while until you've got enough. So we are a perfect rating on iTunes. No really? kidding! We've only got a little handful of reviews, but How we are five yeah. stars. I knew about the four. Um, I think we've got four now. Oh, so, thanks, everybody. That's outstanding. So thank you to everybody who's left a review for us. Um, we have one on... I think we have one on a foreign iTunes store too. Oh, okay. Like it's hard to kind of see those. You have to switch. You almost have to like log out of your American yeah. iTunes store and log into the other one to see it. And I happened across it at one point. It definitely it sounds like, too complicated. It, it's way too complicated. So, well, I'm lost. Um, I grabbed well, I grabbed this app one time that would tell us if we had reviews anywhere, and it was like you have one from the. I don't know if it was like the Croatian app store or like. I was like, oh, good for that. Okay, good cool. So, right on. Bueno. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's on a roll. Uh-huh. So, oh, man. When the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor, that one's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. 40th anniversary 40th for that anniversary. one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I've been quoting that one a lot since I pulled out the Blu-ray at home. It's like, Sharon, we need to watch this again very, very soon. Yes. And then, of course, John's like, can I watch it? Nope. No. Nope. 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 I do show him, I do show him the cafeteria scene, though. Because that is well, one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, there's you know there's snippets of that movie that are safe and fine, and then there's the rest of the movie. <laughs> Can you guess what I am right now? <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so if you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. And then finally, thank you to all those people who did leave us a review. And then finally, uh, visit our website. If you want to learn more about the show or if you want to interact with us, we are all over the place. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those different things. But you can find us in one central location, and that is 30podcast.com. 30podcast.com. You can listen to our shows there. Uh, You can find the voicemail line if you want to call in and have your voice heard on the show. Um, And then all those other different places. Sometimes we put other announcements and things up there. Um, that we may not say on the show or we might not share other places. So that's a good place to go if you want more information or want to interact more with the show. So, um, yeah, let's do, uh, let's jump into, well, I, I got a quick announcement uh, from Twitter. We've had, well, we've had a, a whole bunch of new followers yeah. join us on Twitter. We're almost at 1,600 followers awesome. there, so that's pretty cool. But um, I had another podcast contact me, and I'm going to be a guest 
on the Movie Geek. Uh, so I married a Movie Geek podcast. Cool. They do a um, a fantasy movie draft, and so Ooh. what they do is they get a whole bunch of different people together, sometimes from different podcasts, and they have like this dry erase board, and and uh, I mean you're, you're all doing it remotely from wherever you are, and they pick a year. Or they pick, uh, I think it's actually usually a year. Yeah, I don't think it's a, a genre, but it's a year. And they have you go through, and, and just as you would in fantasy football, round one, you know, you get your pick for round one, and then you get your pick for round two, and other people get to do their picks. And, and uh, when it's all said and done, you've got 20 movies that people have picked for 1982 is the year that we're doing. And they have, uh, then they will put that up on Twitter and have people vote on who had the best picks for the year of 1982. So that is super cool. So That's I'm looking forward cool. to it. They uh, they contacted me. They're like they're like okay, 1982. You got 1982? I'm like yeah, I got 1982. And then I started to look at it and I was like 1982 not might not have been as good of a yeah. year for movies as I thought it was. You, so, so it's mm -hmm. 1992. You said. Mm -hmm. so it's, 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 <laughs> Did you say 92? 92. 92. I might have that one, but um, so I started looking around on 82, and 82 has got some really good movies. Yeah, there are some excellent movies in 82. Now, however, Blade Runner. this uh, Blade Runner e. and Dark Crystal, E.T., Poltergeist, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. I mean, that's that's it. Greatest Star Trek thing ever. Mm -hmm. Greatest submarine movie ever. Greatest submarine movie. In space! Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, oh, I have something to ask you about Star Trek. Okay. Since you're here. Uh, and I, that, that can go into our... You're here as far as I can tell. Um, so that can go into our, our movie news stuff real quick before we start talking about okay. Mystic Pizza. Um, so anyway, stay tuned for that. I will share out the link whenever that podcast comes out and let everybody know um, cool, where man. they can listen to for that. So that will be a lot of fun. And hopefully I don't screw it up. I don't think you, you can. I don't think you can screw it up. So, um, it's movies. You it's, can't really yeah. mess up movies. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I am looking forward to. I did find like a whole bunch of movies at the local library that I could interlibrary loan in that I have not seen from '82. Nice. So the ones that I have not seen, um, either I saw them a really long time ago, and I need to just be refreshed on them. Uh, or I really have not seen them, but I've wanted to see cat them. Cat People. Yeah, Cat People. That's one. I watched that one a super long time ago, probably oh, when I shouldn't have. Mmm. Yeah. It's, um, mm -hmm. Pat, it have, you ever, have you ever heard of this one? Cat People? Yeah, Cat People. No. Did okay. it shape you as a man? <laughs> well. <laughs> um, it's one way to look at it. We're wanting to stay family friendly on the podcast here. Right, so, so um, you know. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to talk about the... Um, the plot of this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if anybody's interested, just just go take a look. It's um, it was a movie that was made, mm -hmm. and I I vaguely remember seeing it at one point. It's looking a little dicey up there. It's a little I, sketchy. I, I think it might be a little sketchy for you. I'm not sure you would like yeah, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's looking a little weird. The you know what the one that I feel like I should have seen up to this point, but I have not, is Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Uh, yeah. And I have not seen that one, so I need to go see that one. So I have a whole bunch that are that are on their way from the local library that I can check them out and watch uh, before the draft, so I can decide whether or not I, if I like those movies better yeah. than things that I absolutely know that I've seen and remember very vividly. Before we jump into Mystic Pizza, Star Trek. Yes. We talked one of the last shows about the the Chris crisis, the the crisis. 
where the Chris's are not coming back for Star Trek. That whole thing of the Chris Pine and the Chris Hemsworth and the contract negotiation stuff and how Star, Star Trek 4 might just be a no-go. I don't think I was on the last show because I don't oh, remember not? talking about it. Well, does that mean Jeff maybe, was, maybe we were yeah. talking about it? Okay. Um, oh, no, actually it was the one where we had um, the Teresa guest. from yeah. the Disney Vault Talk okay. podcast. Yeah, so I'm we're talking so about mad that. I missed that one. Mm -hmm. So we we talked a little bit about that um, and just kind of how that Star Trek may not happen now. But the thing that has resurfaced is apparently the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek is... They're almost making it sound like it's actually being seriously considered. And the idea is, if they do it, Quentin Tarantino really wants it to be an R-rated Star Trek. That is you the are probably the biggest Star Trek fan in the room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, because um, I know we, Pat, yeah. I like Star Trek. You like Star Trek. Yeah, but I think you. I mean, you have. Well, I used to be in your. Uh, I used to visit your bachelor pad yes. on occasion. Okay. And you had an entire wall of Star yes. Trek commemorative I, plates. I did. I did. I don't have an entire wall of Star Trek commemorative plates. Neither do I anymore. So though you don't anymore. But um, <laughs> so what happens when you get married? <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you put them in the storage locker, or do they just go? I somewhere? have them. Oh, you they have are them in so boxes. They're in boxes. Okay, well, that's fine. Hopefully, they're not all cracked. You didn't, you didn't totally. I haven't them. looked at them in. Okay. Gosh. 14 years almost, mm -hmm. maybe now? So 14 years, so is... so two cycles of Ponfar is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> oh, a... Wow! Wow! Wow, we're playing deep cuts tonight. <laughs> we really are. We're playing deep cuts tonight. That Dangerous I... deep cuts, Sorry. too. If I'm not paying attention, Sorry. I might Just say something I don't mean. Right. I was, I was thrown off by the cat people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. one of those things. Star Trek... As long as you're okay with Star Trek as a place. And that's kind of what they're trying to do with it now, for better or worse. They're trying to say that they can tell any story in the framework of this universe that was created. And I'm, so far, I'm okay with it. Um, Discovery definitely... Gave me hope. I have not watched Discovery yet. I really would like to watch Discovery, but I also don't have the CBS yeah. app, and I'm probably not going to get it. So, yeah. um, my understanding is Discovery has taken Star Trek a little bit closer into the more of a, an R-rated, like what you can do for TV in R-rated yeah, range. Yeah, it's definitely darker. Um, mm -hmm. the it's, really... it's skirting the edge of a Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah. And uh, what it. A lot of what Discovery will... We're going to know a lot more about Discovery now because we're coming up to things we already know. Mm -hmm. When they started Discovery, one of the things they told us was this is the prime universe. Now, I think they made a huge mistake there. I think if you throw out... If you, prime, prime universe for those who oh, yeah, don't please, know the timelines please. is the original... Correct. It's yeah. just the, the yeah. new one from the new Star Trek movie that was 2009... They refer to that as the Kelvin yeah. universe or Kelvin timeline where time has changed. Correct. So Prime is, this is the Star Trek we've all known and loved for years and years and years. And theoretically, Discovery is supposed to be set in that timeline. Okay. I think they did themselves a huge disservice by trying to shoehorn it into that. I think with the movies they proved, they can split the timeline and then do whatever the heck they want. Um, I think they would have a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. And I think... That's what's about to happen more. They're not... The, 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 the upcoming um, 
the, the Patrick Stewart project, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call that, mm -hmm. um, the Quentin Tarantino project, all, all the other things. All good things part three. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, how cool would it be if the Quentin Tarantino project and the Patrick Stewart project were the same project? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it so, mother. <laughs> right. I'll show you my bad mother. I mean, you know, I, I think the universe can do a lot of things. My concern has always been that they're going to Disneyfy it, for lack of a better term, and force it. And we're going to have something every year and all the time, and eventually you're going to run out of stories to tell. Yeah. One of the things that makes all these universes so powerful and amazing is you don't, you don't have one every five minutes. Um, what Disney's done to unless, Star Wars... Unless is, you're Marvel. Well, and even there, you know... Mm. Hmm. What Disney's done to Star Wars has me very concerned. There's just too much. And I love so far what's been coming out, but at some point you're going to run out of stories to tell or you're going to start picking characters that are so small that they're not going to be able to carry a whole movie and it's just not going to work. Um, and I don't want that to happen to Star Trek. And all these different projects being talked about, there's a lot of things I don't like about it. One is, no, there's no focus. And... You know, there can only there's only so many so much development money out there. So, if all the money that people would want to put into a Star Trek project has to go four different ways, what are we going to get at the end? So, if one or two projects has to die for the other cooler stuff to come back, I'm all right. Um, the Chris Pine cast group, whatever you want to call it, the La Into Darkness wasn't fantastic. No, I watched them all again this summer. Beyond was good. Beyond was good. Mm -hmm. Had um, motorcycles. And they all had motorcycles. But again, think about but think about Beyond for a second. Mm -hmm. It was all right. It was. It's a it's a one off. It doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, and you weren't on like you, you didn't have any of the classic Star Trek stuff. You weren't on the mm -hmm. ship for very long. No. You did blow it up, which is fun. Right. Mm -hmm. But all that's, of that's what that's what the third Star Trek movie is for. Right. You got to blow something up, the ship, which is why I said on that podcast where we talked about it, the fourth one has to have whales. Exactly. It needs to be whales. And so as, as much as I can sit here and say Beyond wasn't great, a great movie, it was good Star Trek. Mm -hmm. It told a message using a science fiction theme to maybe say something and beat you over the head with something that it couldn't do in a normal movie. Yeah. Um, but you weren't on the ship, you weren't in space, you were just on a planet, so did it need to be Star Trek? I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But it also brings that theory of Star Trek as a place... To the forefront and says, look, you can tell any story in Star Trek. You just have to figure out how. So R-rated Star Trek, you're fine with. If oh, they yeah. do decide to. I'm fine with... I, Discovery sort of softened my okay. my uh, reticence, okay. I guess. I'm fine with anything they want to try now. I just don't want them to try too much all at once. Hmm. Like, well, okay, Tarantino thing, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Or the Patrick Stewart thing, let's do so what that. So what do you think the Patrick Stewart thing's going to be? <sighs> I'm hoping... It's a mm, Logan-esque story about Jean-Luc Picard. He's older now. He's doing something else. And God help me if they generations it. He finds out he has a daughter and he has to fight his own clone. This is what I'm talking about. This is the stuff that's well, wait a minute. <laughs> Technically, he already did have to fight his own clone. Oh, that's a very good well, point. Well, that's true. I just don't want him to end up like 
I don't want him to Kirk himself out of a problem and end up back on the bridge of the starship necessarily in the same way that Kirk always does. I'm not sure how it works, but I'm, I'm looking for something more like that because unfortunately the way Discovery was able to get away with being darker and different is you didn't have any preconceived notions about any of those characters. Mm -hmm. And that's where I said this season's going to be huge because they end, spoiler alert, it's up to you if you want to cover your ears, but where they end the first season, they're nose-to-nose -nose with Christopher Pike's Enterprise. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've got to wait to find out. I didn't hear a thing you just said. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, right. the good news is that doesn't tell you anything that happened in the whole season. It has nothing to do with itself. Right. Okay. But that was like the, the pull away mm -hmm. and fade to black is literally, they're like this far. I didn't even know it was safe to be like <laughs> Danger close. General yeah. I mean, we're close. talking like kissing cousins mm -hmm. here. And... Now we're starting to meet people that we have preconceived notions about. They cast Spock for season I saw two. That, yeah. um, I don't know. I could go. I could talk all day. <laughs> I know you could. That's you why got I asked you the question. Up. I know. <laughs> I just wanted. I want them to just mess with everybody and your whole thing up. They can tell any story they want within the Star Trek universe. I want it to be Jean Luc Picard working on his vineyard in France as a romantic comedy. Perfect. It's a romantic comedy within the Star Trek universe. And that's the other thing. Like, with Patrick Stewart on board, and, if and. he wants to do it, he can do it. You could do we all could, of that. We could do the Brady Bunch thing where he accidentally sets up a date with two women at the same time and has to keep beaming back and forth to the, <laughs> the two different restaurants. Only <laughs> if one of them... One time he accidentally... It's on another planet. You could do that. That's it's totally fine. the only way that works. And then one time he accidentally beams like you know Chief O'Brien instead of himself, and then there's a whole Ooh, thing. That's good. Or they accidentally like meld each other together. He has to get <laughs> Chief O'Brien because mm -hmm. he's the best transporter chief ever. Mm -hmm. He has to get Chief O'Brien mm -hmm. to help him with the date. Mm -hmm. Lord knows Chief O'Brien shouldn't be helping anyone mm -hmm. date, so. but you know. Well, okay. All right. So anything they want to do Star Trek, go for right. it. Yeah, I, I, you know, until they screw it up royally, which I'm sure they will eventually. But yeah. At some point, maybe. The, the thing, I guess, it, it, it all comes back to who's making the decision that says, yes, you can put the Star Trek label on that project. Mm -hmm. That's the part I'm still hazy about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, should we talk about a little pizza? Yes. Talk about a little pizza. pizza. Okay. A little bit-ish. So, uh, this time around, we have come to talk about Mystic Pizza. It came out on the 21st of October, 1988. Rating is R, and runtime is 1 hour 44 minutes. Director is Donald Petrie, who did Grumpy Old Men and Miss Congeniality. Congeniality. I don't think I said that right the first time. You're so smart um, and funny. You're definitely going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw that movie. Yes, I liked uh -huh. that movie. Oh, that's yeah, fine. it was a good movie. That's fine. I, I made a comment the other day about liking The Notebook, and then I got a weird look from somebody. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. hey, hey, hey. Noah and Allie are a love story for the ages. Don't Agreed. Don't Agreed. criticize Agreed. me here. Don't no, no, you're we, do, we do have a funny story related to The Notebook, notebook though. <laughs> on a Black Friday, not like early in the morning, but on a Black Friday around about, I don't know, 11 o'clock or so, when people are starting to leave the stores, mm -hmm. we walked into a Target one time, and this guy was walking out with two flat screen TVs, this was years ago, two flat screen TVs, one under each arm, and a copy of the notebook. And so Sharon and I have always laughed about that. We're like, you know what he did? He went out the morning of Black Friday, he got himself two TVs, and he's like, she's going to be mad, I should bring her something. 
I'll bring her a copy of the notebook on DVD. <laughs> it's like, is that really gonna, like, if you walk in with two TVs, is that really gonna help? Maybe it depends on maybe if one is how much you watch in, the notebook how much you enjoy Nicholas Sparks then yeah maybe uh, I don't know is it worth two TVs um, producers are Mark Levinson who did Teen Wolf and Home Alone and Scott Rosenfeld who also did Teen Home uh, Teen Home Teen Home and Wolf Alone that is the mm -hmm. mashup Those are the new of movies Home Alone and Teen Wolf mm -hmm. which Teen Wolf is you know, Home Alone if the Teen Wolf was trying to attack Kevin in the house mm -hmm. maybe you know mm -hmm. maybe you have a thing yeah basically it's a it's a child. Being he's home alone and he's being attacked by a werewolf. I would watch that movie. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, and then writers were Amy Holden Jones, who did the story and screenplay. Uh, she also did Beethoven and Indecent Proposal, two very different movies. Um, <laughs> don't match those up. <laughs> Good lord. Mm, yeah. Um, and then Perry Howells and Randy Howells also did the screenplay. They also did Made to Order and Chances Are. Uh, Alfred Urey also did the screenplay, did Driving Miss Daisy. Cinematography was done by Tim Serdstedt, who did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Idiocracy. Music was done by David McHugh, who also did Moscow on the Hudson and The Dream Team. Budget for this one was $6 million. Box office was $12.8 million. Annabeth Gish played Cat. She was in Wyatt Earp and Beautiful Girls. Julia Roberts played Daisy. She was in Pretty Woman, Aaron Brockovich, and The Pelican Brief. Lily Taylor played Jojo. She was in Say Anything and Rudy. Vincent D'Onofrio played Bill. Or as he is in the credits, Vincent Philip D'Onofrio played Ooh, Bill. fancy. And he was fancy, a three-namer. Uh, he was in Full Metal Jacket and Men in Black. Uh, William R. Moses played Tim. He was in Perry Mason and Melrose Place. Adam Stork played Charlie, who was in Death Becomes Her and The Phantom of the Opera. Conchata Farrell played Leona. Mm -hmm, there you go. A little Phantom of the Opera over there. Uh, she was in Edward Scissorhands and Two and a Half Men. Joanna Merlin played Mrs. Arujo. She was in The Ten Commandments and Prince of Darkness. Portia Radcliffe played the little girl Phoebe. She was in Home Alone and Rent. Matt Damon played Steamer, the younger brother of Charlie. And he was in Goodwill Hunting and The Martian. Yeah, uh, that guy. Never heard of him before. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, he might have done a couple of things here and yeah. there. Yeah, Steamer is just a funny nickname. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. Well, you know, yeah. when you're on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Louis Turenne played the Everyday Gourmet. He was in Hellraiser Bloodline and Babylon 5. Um, so I've mixed up a little bit some of the ways that we do the kind of the ratings. Here, I found a website recently that I kind of like because, um, you know, we try to do different ratings for the shows and try to get a mixture of different things because we don't want to rely just on Rotten Tomatoes or mm. any of those. So I found one called Flick Metrics, which I kind of like. Um, it takes, you, you got to say it very carefully. Mm -hmm. um, mm. <laughs> was that the uh, uh, Celebrity Jeopardy? Yes. That's uh, Famous Flicks, Mr. Connery. Famous Flicks. <laughs> Hi, you Canadian punks. <laughs> Catherine Deneur and Charo twice. twice. <laughs> yeah. Famous flicks, Mr. Connery. Um, so they have, what they do is they collect a few different scores and they do an average of those scores. So they do the tomato meter um, and then they do the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes, then they do IMDB, then they do Letterboxd, which is that app that uh, I tend to use for a lot of stuff, and then they do Metascore. So they have all these different scores, they average it out, and if you go to all those different scores and average them, then this movie gets a 63 out of 100, so 63% for this one. Uh, scores a little bit higher on the Critics Tomato Meter, it's a 77% from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So this was a nominee for a Young Artist Award, the best, 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 best Young Actress, I turned Northern there for just a second, yeah. Best Young Actress. 
Oh, don't you know. Um, in a motion picture drama, it was Annabeth Gish and Julie Roberts were nominated for those. And the story of this one is three teenage girls come of age while working at a pizza parlor in the Connecticut town of Mystic. Word one more time, I'm going to scream. Married. Bill and Jojo ah! are made for each other. Jojo, come on! You can't force me to do something I'm not ready to do, Bill! Daisy and Charlie are from two different worlds. You're weird. I'm weird. You want a soda or some juice? Tim and Kat are throwing caution to the wind. I'll have some wine. Is there a history of insanity in the family? or They say it skips a generation. But in a town like Mystic... I'm not going to be slinging pizza for the rest of my life. The best pizza! The only thing for certain is that nothing is predictable. I'm telling you, Joe, that I love you. I think that when people love each other, they should make a commitment. If he really loved me, he'd wait. But I guess if I really loved him, I'd marry him. Sick. He's not Catholic. He's not Portuguese. He's not Portuguese. He's not a lot of things. I'm not going to marry you either, I'll tell you that. Bring home your poor Portuguese girlfriend for dinner. These Portuguese girls are very hard to train. Shake up the family a little bit. I guess dinner is over. We talk. We read. We listen to Mozart sometimes. Do you really believe this 30-year-old guy is going to leave his wife and live happily ever after with you? Mystic Pizza, a romantic comedy with the works. Mystic Pizza. In a word, All right, this was the debut theatrical feature film of actor-writer Matt Damon. It did take me a second. At first I was like, is that Matt Damon? Mm. Yeah, that's Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was mm -hmm. cool. I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I didn't know that, and I'd seen it before. Mm -hmm. uh, Mystic Pizza is a real pizza parlor located at 55 West Main Street in Mystic, Connecticut. Uh, writer Amy Holden Jones was vacationing in Mystic one summer, saw the pizza parlor, and was inspired to write the story. After the movie came out, the real Mystic Pizza shop became so popular, lines would stretch to the sidewalk, and patrons would regularly steal mementos from the restaurant. Good for them, but not cool that people are stealing things. Uh, this was also the breakthrough film role of American actress Julia Roberts. Uh, it was the third movie that she had been in up to this point. Uh, a sequel called Return to Mystic Pizza was in development in the early 90s with a script by Jenny Tripp and Albert Inurato. And um, Mrs. Aruha, I was going to mention this because this just happened within the last couple weeks, is asleep on the couch when the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous comes on the TV. The host of that show, Robin Leach, actually just passed away on August 24th. He did. So, it was sad. It was sad. Frankly, I maybe thought he was already dead. So I was like, you well, know what? Good, good for him that he got some extra time. Yeah, we, uh, we talked about it when it happened. And first thing I said was, if someone had asked, dead or alive, I would have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of thought he was already I mean, we hadn't heard from him in a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it's interesting that we say that, because I think as a culture, I think it's interesting that he... He faded away, as opposed to so many people these days who don't. Mm -hmm. They just ride out whatever popularity they can, and then that's it. He, for whatever reason, was done and was done. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Hopefully he enjoyed the last few years of his life. Yeah. So let's start it off with, have you seen this one before? Yes. You've seen it? Okay. Had you seen it? Not before this. You had not seen it before this. No. Okay. And I had seen it before. So, we'll start with you, Pat. So, first time you'd seen it, 
Overall, before we just before we get into picking things apart and all that, what do you think overall? Yeah, I don't like these kind of movies. <laughs> but in all okay. seriousness, define I, these kind of movies for me. Like ones with emotion and compassion. <laughs> and emotion, and, compassion, dating movies, relationship movies, humans, like humans, not people, people humans. with imaginations. I don't do humans. Luck dragons. <laughs> I don't do people. Um, yeah, that was that was. Thank uh... <laughs> you. That was Ace Ventura, right? I don't do humans. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It didn't make it right. It doesn't make it right, but you're not wrong. No, okay, so that's my lead-in. But you know what? And I said this to John. I mean, if um, I don't know if this is the correct term anymore, but in terms of, like, chick flicks or things mm -hmm. that, you know... I, like I said to John, I said, I think I only had two movies that were chick flicks that I actually liked, and I think this one became the third. I okay. watched it. I No, I really I enjoyed it. I thought the characters were fun. I thought... You know, as much as I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing? Why are you behaving? <laughs> but that was the point of the movie. You know, right. that's like I was getting. Mm -hmm. I thought that the the um, the acting was fun. The characters were interesting. Um, I, I felt good when the guy came and tried the pizza at the end, and then he talked about mm -hmm. it being superb. I mean, I was sitting there smiling. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. cool. That's that's fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I really enjoyed the movie. And um, I, I don't know if you're going to do a favorite scene or whatnot later. Yeah, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I'll keep that but yeah i re i really enjoyed it and okay. so um yeah I, I know i was being a little silly when i first started talking but no i uh i dug the movie it was mm -hmm. fun because you i mean that's that's not typically your type of movie no that's and that's what i was movie, saying yeah. at the beginning before we got choking it's mm -hmm. like, yeah i i don't think i would have picked it out if mm -hmm. we weren't watching it for the podcast or unless like and i don't want to stereotype and say well tammy she would Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I mean, unless someone picked it out and said, hey, let's watch this, I don't mm -hmm. necessarily think I'd be that into it. Right. And even growing up, like, as as a guy, you know, as a, as a you know, 14, 15, 16-year-old, mm -hmm. I don't think I would watch a story about relationships. Mm -hmm. Not to say there's anything wrong with it if you do, but mm -hmm. as, a, as a kid, like, when this was coming out, I probably mm -hmm. would have been like, eh, pass, that's not quite yeah. my bag. Yeah. Um, but no, great movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I would like to say the first time I watched this in high school was because it was about because I wanted to see a movie about relationships. No, no. dating someone at the time. No, 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 no. I just wanted to see a movie with Julie Roberts in it. Oh, yeah. that was that was my reason for finding this movie. In oh, it. Um, good reason. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's probably when I first came to this movie mm -hmm. was probably high school. It would be my guess. Um, and I had a, a bit of a, a bit of a crush on Julia Roberts at the time, and so and I watched. Well, that's true. Um, probably watched Pretty Woman many, many, many times, along with some of her other movies and Pelican Brief and some of those others that she had been in. And, Pelican Brief. Um, yeah. So it was I was a big Julia Roberts fan there for a stretch of time, and still am. Like I'll still go see her movies, still like her movies, but for a stretch of time there was like I would seek out other movies of hers that I hadn't seen before just mm -hmm. because, you know, it's, and there could be a criticism of our podcast that it's a bunch of guys sitting around talking about movies mm. and, you know, but we are, we are a bunch of guys sitting around talking about movies and I don't want to just be the thing like, there was a pretty girl, so I went to go see the movie because there had a pretty girl in it, but, yeah, but she's also an amazing you actress. In, you were in high school. And I was you also in high school. That. So, I mean, come on. Know. Well, I'm over here talking about <laughs> Monica Bellucci making my little heart go well, bad. Now I'm guilty. That's true. Yeah. All right. Your your heart's here. That's what was I was on a tapping man. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's my, that's high. That's yeah. High. yeah. Um, no, I think you're entitled. So yeah, no, I mean that's well, I mean that's definitely the the first reason that I came to this movie. But now having watched this movie, this was probably maybe the third or fourth time I had seen this movie. 
So I haven't watched it a lot, but yeah. I mean, I, more than some other movies I've seen. And uh, yeah, no, I still I still enjoy the movie. Still, um, same thing. You know, it had been a while since. Oh, actually, you know what? Sharon had not seen it. I feel mm -hmm. like I thought we had seen it together at one point, but I guess not. And so she's like, "Well, I, I kind of feel like this would have been one that we would have watched because we really we really liked Pretty Woman." And then we really liked um, the movie Runaway Bride. Mm -hmm. It was her and Richard Gere. It was the mm -hmm. next one after Pretty Woman, do it years later. Um, actually went to go see that the day that we got engaged. Oh. Uh, it was a movie that we saw, and then we went to go have dinner afterwards. And, we probably saw um, my best friend's wedding together. Yeah, I mean, we saw that one together, yeah, too. It was, was filmed uh, Just around the right corner. here around the corner. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, she had never seen this one before. So, like, we're watching the movie, and it was almost the exact same conversation. It was a, why are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> why don't do that that's stupid that's ridiculous why would you do he's married he's married just saying he's married it was the you, 80s you, know better. you could get away with it <laughs> mm -hmm. I, yeah i was like really and that what a scumbag guy man. did you just become our jewish grandmother i did kind <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> in honor right. of the upcoming high holidays right. i thought we needed to inject some uh, there you go i need some matzo matzo top mm. um oh. This is just going to turn into the food podcast. Yeah, it kind of is. Mm -hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong, wrong with that at all. Food, man. Sustained. So, Bo, you've seen this one before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a favorite of my mother's. So, okay. it was kind of on a lot growing up. Mm hmm You know? Um, I don't know... I don't know how long it's been since I've seen it, but I also know that I never saw it all the way through the first three or four times I saw the movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was always... Mom would have it on, and I'd be walking through or something, so I'd see bits and pieces. And then one day I was like, you know, next time you're going to watch this movie, let me know, because I, I feel like at this point I have to see the beginning. Right, right. <laughs> like I I to, yeah. I'm missing a few things. And even to the point that the first 15 or 20 minutes felt a little alien to me watching it. Yeah. Because I've probably seen the first 15 or 20 minutes less than the whole rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like the whole wedding scene, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing about that is it sets up how much of the rest of the movie, but I didn't remember the scene itself. Like, exactly. it was just one of those, you know. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see again. It had been a while, and this isn't one... This isn't one I would probably seek out again. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's a bad movie. It's just not, you know, there's enough... It's not in your rotation. We're living in a golden age of entertainment, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest here. <laughs> There's so much to consume that going back is yeah. just not done as much as it used to be, I feel like. No, I agree. And for me, I mean, again, it, it I thought it was very good, but it isn't necessarily the kind of movie that I would, would uh, go to. So mm -hmm. if I was going to go back to this... Yeah, well, to be honest, I mean, I asked Tammy, have you seen this movie? I think so. Maybe we should watch that sometime. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably go back and see that and... You know, for that reason. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Well, so kind of jumping into the movie a little bit, one of the things that I thought was interesting about it, especially given the time that the movie came out, I mean, we're talking 80s, we're talking late 80s at this point, but we're talking 80s. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is what you get from the very beginning of the movie, and that is you have a relationship where the woman is the one who is wanting to either back out of or nervous about marriage, which I think is different from a lot of your other traditional... Movies like this, where it's typically the man who is the one who is, you know, I just want to, I just want to have fun. I just want to have fun. Don't need to get married. Don't need a commitment. Don't need anything like that. Um, 
is this one of the earliest, if you, if you think of all the movies you've ever seen with a situation like that, I know you said that typically these type of movies are not your favorite, is this one of the earliest examples of that you can think of? I mean, is that, is this one of the first times we get a movie where you have those kind of roles reversed? Certainly the first I can think of. I'm sure it's not the first. I'm sure there were, you know, if we really wanted to look at farces and all sorts of other, you know. But the first possible, ser like, I don't want to call this a serious movie because mm -hmm. that's the wrong way to... Mm -hmm. But the first non-farce, maybe, or the first mainstream version of that, it was definitely interesting to see that and realize that it was in the 80s. Yeah. Because you sort of look at it you're like... Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. it could be. I'm trying to think of those role reversals and all that, but I, I don't think I saw enough of, like, relationship movies and all that grown up or even now that I can see that it's kind of reversed. I'm, I see up on the screen that you've got some of the reviews from whatever... Website. This is I, this is one that I use. So a little plug here for uh, Letterboxd. I use the Letterboxd app for okay. a lot of different things and to kind of keep track of some stuff. And um, I, I have our list of all the movies we've ever done on our podcast is is through this. So if anybody wants to check it out, it's Letterboxd. L e t t e r b o x d dot com. Um, and so I kind of find that a lot of the reviews on here are people who actually love movies. And cool. so they're not just, this was stupid. Like, yeah. if they think it was a stupid movie, they'll give you some pretty good, I mean, I don't always agree with them, but they'll give you some pretty good reasons behind, you know, it's it's people who love film, basically. It's not yeah. the, it's not just the unwashed masses that are coming in and telling you that the movie's stupid because it's stupid. You're saying just because I don't wash my opinion of the cow. Yes. Well, and I see this. Your face is stupid. It's, it's, just it's confirming. Um, <laughs> Yep. And and, and uh, Tammy has brought this up to me, you know, a couple times I'll be watching movies and just say, I'm not getting it, I'm not, and she'll just say, mm -hmm. have you ever considered that maybe the movie's just not made for you? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, that's a good point, okay. You know, but, you know, it says here, uh, the fact that it's not made for men, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. Mm -hmm. Kind of up there, so. But, and I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys about this. That I don't know, I don't know that I feel that this movie is made for men. I don't think it is. So we are a podcast, as I said earlier, we're a podcast of all guys. Right. So, what do we do with this movie? Well, but, but then, and I don't want to go like too deep in this. Mm -hmm. But then suddenly I start talking like, you know, and having a daughter and mm -hmm. having a son, and it's it's things that I'll kind of just like. Daniela wants to play with action figures, or if Daniela wants to go, you know, things that you would stereotypically say, oh, those are boy things, you know. And I'll question various members of the family or extended family, just, you know, well, you got to go, well, why does she have to be into this? Who, who says, you know, like, I, you know, like, w are those things really like girl things mm -hmm. and boy things, or is that just what society says? So when I'm seeing that, like, okay, you know, on face value, you know, my first review, I said, I don't know if this movie's really made for me. Mm -hmm. But then in the same token, it's like, well, why shouldn't I enjoy a movie just about relationships? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's from a female... It may not, be, may not be made for you, but it was made for a human. Right, Therefore, exactly. I, and I mean, what... If it's a, well done, there's something that we can... Right. You know. And I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I mean, I've got a very... I mean, obviously, I've got a very narrow range of movies that I'm like, oh, those are my movie, mm -hmm. you know? Commando. I don't... Yeah, I, command, it's <laughs> Commando. It, but I don't think it's for... Necessarily for guys or for girls, and it's just like, well... I mean, I get what they're saying, but it's like, well, why shouldn't I sit down and enjoy a movie about, you know, people trying to figure out relationships and such? But I think what they're trying to say isn't necessarily that you shouldn't watch it. Yeah. But let's be honest, if this didn't come up on the podcast list, you wouldn't have ever stumbled upon this movie. Right. 
I probably wouldn't have gone back to mm -hmm. right. over the years. Um, in the same way, you mentioned the kids. In the same way, your daughter might want to go see. I'm trying to think, but I'm not just going to throw out My Little Pony because yeah. I can. And your son probably might not. Right. But he might want to go see. Uh, all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Are a bad example because mm -hmm. your daughter probably wants to see those too. Right. Zombieland too. There you go. When something he's, just, when he's older. Something totally goofy. Right. Where your daughter's gonna be like, no, no, no. Teen Titans. I'm go. above that, yeah. and I'm okay with yeah. admitting it. <laughs> yeah. But where you and your boy might be like, yeah, and it's time to go. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, and I think that's more what they're saying here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, but, once, but once I watched it. Oh, exactly. But how? How? I mean, I can say that about a hundred things. Once you sit me down in front of it. Yeah. It all of a sudden, it's good. It didn't seem to be like a guy bashing movie. No, no. I guess that maybe no. that's my point. I mean, is that it Vincent D'Onofrio is kind of a dope, but that's you know, right. whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he but had, he's but he's probably he's probably the one like character that you do sympathize with more than anybody else. Oh, sure. He like, well, they, they were all flawed characters. Yeah. That was kind oh, of yeah. a nice thing. Right. It was you know, yeah, this movie about like people and mm -hmm. relationships. It's good stuff. I should mm -hmm. check it out. Small little town. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of the three relationships, which was the one that was most interesting to you? So you had uh, you had Jojo and Bill. They were the ones that uh, he wanted to get married. She didn't. Mm -hmm. He was the one that was kind of the, the fisherman on the boat. You had Daisy and Charlie, and they were kind of, their relationship was a little bit more about rebellion. And Daisy was uh, Julia Roberts' character, and Charlie was the uh, the wealthy, young um, college, I guess he's not really a dropout if he got kicked out, but um, college refugee, we'll call him that. And uh, then you had Cat and Tim, and that's kind of the... Uh, older dad with the babysitter yeah. kind of thing. Most interesting? So which one was more interesting to you? More fun to watch was uh, uh, Julia Roberts because... You don't have to actually finish that sentence. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but I mean, she just... Because she played up... They, they played up the towny nature of mm -hmm. her into the fact that, you know, she sees him talking to another girl and she flips out mm -hmm. and yeah. pours crap in his car. <laughs> his and, you know. sister. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That's <laughs> because in a small town, you probably wouldn't be out mm -hmm. at a fancy dinner with your sister. Yeah. But right. in high society, mm -hmm. that's a normal occurrence. Yeah. And so I think that's why that was more fun for me anyway. Yeah. And Julia Roberts, let's be honest. Well, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Which one was more interesting of the three? should go first. <laughs> you still need some time to process? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It all ticked me. Like, the, it, the, all of them were just like, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. No. Why, you know, I mean, I, I, why don't you go first? Okay. I, the one I think that was more interesting to me was uh, Bill and JoJo. Was okay. the let's get married, mm -hmm. let's not get married kind of thing. And I think just because it was different. Like you, as we've already kind of mentioned, it's it's a different take on that relationship, and I think that you see you've seen other movies like you said the the example of it's the the townie situation. Mm -hmm. We've seen a bunch of other movies where that's the case. You know, somebody comes in, either it's a college person in a townie or it's whatever it might be. Um, so we've seen that before, and and not that that wasn't a fun relationship to watch with their whole back and forth and and all that going on. Um, you know, I, now I know how to flag down a car if I ever get a flat. Right. So, that, was, that was cute. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, now I know. Um, a lot of guys with their pants down in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
actually I think t uh, Tim the 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 dad the was he was he an architect is that what yeah. he was he was an architect uh, I think he was the only one that didn't end up with his pants down on camera which is probably good because yeah. any situation where his pants would be down would have been awkward right yeah right so um, so I think probably oddly I, the I, other ones weren't all that awkward they were just funny right yeah. um, so I think I mean I think that was the most interesting relationship to watch because it was different enough and it didn't have me the one with Cat and Tim the the you know the the main character of the movie as the babysitter for the guy's mm -hmm. little girl um, that one just that one was frustrating yep. like that was the one where we kept talking back to the TV is like what are you doing what are you doing at one point like oh, I don't think go in there la louder than she meant to my wife went don't clutch that sweater don't clutch that sweater she's like holding on to the sweater mm -hmm. real tight after he'd given it to her and yeah. she's like don't you clutch that sweater <laughs> Oh, God. You know, I would love to have seen Sharon do that because that's awesome. Uh -huh. So so I think that that one, I think, I think that one in particular was just a little bit more interesting uh, interesting to watch. And funny, too. I think to me that was probably the funniest one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, they're in their parents' house. Also it's the got saddest. The, it's got the, well, and the saddest one, too. In the parents' house, there's the, the lit-up statue of Jesus there. And he's like, can't I can't do, I can't do this while he's watching. And yeah, I know. And the parents come in? Uh-huh. As he gets kicked out the door. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hey, sir, may I have another? <laughs> I Which is why through the whole thing, he's still the nicest one. Oh, totally. Even though he's kind of a totally. dopey one, he's still the nicest character of the whole movie. Okay. That's why it's so sad. You're like, oh my God, lady, mm -hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Like, look around you. Mm-hmm. Watch these other two stories that are happening mm -hmm. and realize, yes, he's mm -hmm. a dopey fisherman. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I found it all just kind of believable mm. like as much as you'd be frustrated by it it didn't seem a lot of uh, okay that's a little bit forced right i mean yeah it was contrived and it was but i mean the situations and the emotions and mm -hmm. the things that they were dealing with yeah i could i could see that happening and i mean well i you know i, I don't know about dumping fish into someone's car maybe that was a little bit much but i could see someone getting upset and keying a car or mm -hmm. doing you know like geez, so I, 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 I and really the fish because they're a fishing town. It's sort of yeah, like a it's, thing, it's you know. Classic, it just yeah. sort of works. I um, but no, but I, I was struck by that, like just the the reality, maybe the wrong word, but the but the yeah, okay, this is believable. This is, mm -hmm. you know, kind of people just trying to get through their day to day, work through their work through their lives, you mm -hmm. know. So. So do we have a favorite scene from this one? Well, I think you I think you mentioned the, the really night. one of the best ones. I can't do this. <laughs> um, the, the whole thing with the seeing of the guy with his sister, the fish going into the car, mm -hmm. and then the realization afterwards, and the fact that if that happened today, now obviously you wouldn't be putting fish in the car in a movie today, but say you keep the car. Mm -hmm. Most writers in a movie today would have spent the next at least 20 minutes, if not half an hour, with him avoiding her, not speaking to her, mm -hmm. shunning her, um, or the other way around, you know, whatever reason. They would have spent way too much time... Possibly a musical montage. Right! Just nonsense. And they, you know, they looked at it, and, and yeah, it's part of it's because he's rich and he just doesn't care. He's like, whatever, it's another right. car. But he was like, oh, okay, you thought I was... 
okay, I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be mad because you were jealous because you thought I was with another woman. I'm going to accept that you didn't realize it was my sister and yeah. that's... We're not going to spend an hour on this. We're going to spend about ten minutes. It's not two hour. seasons of a CW show. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got a slight tangent, but I do have to say, after watching Smallville for years and years and years, and now watching the other superhero shows that are on CW, yeah. like when I watch The Flash or something like that, when there's an issue with somebody's relationship, it's like it's solved that episode. Mm. I'm like, oh. Thank you. Where were you guys <laughs> when you had to go through like four seasons until somebody was finally like, you know what? This is what I should have told you. I'm like, four years. Come on. I could have told you that two years ago. Mm -hmm. just, like if you just don't lie to people, just did, if somebody asks you a question, you give them an honest answer. You don't do this like, I'm going to look off into the distance. Brooding. Yeah. There must be brooding, mm -hmm. especially on the CW. Right. Brooding is Lots required. Of brooding. Lots of brooding with uh, popular music in the background. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Popular music is... Somehow popular. major bands are showing up at our small town prom. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. Yep. <laughs> popular music that doesn't necessarily belong in the scenario. Yes. Uh, yes. We magically got them to play our coffee shop <laughs> in the middle of Kansas. Right. <laughs> doesn't everybody? Uh, I, apparently. Um... Yeah, so, do you have a favorite scene? Yeah, the scene where they had Frank Sinatra singing Fly Me to the Moon with Basie and the the um, uh, Quincy Jones arrangement of, I think it was Fly Me to the Moon. Mm -hmm. or, I've got you under my I've skin. Got you under my oh, skin. I've got, not Fly mm -hmm. Me to the Moon, what am I saying? I've got you under my skin. And to be honest with you, I don't remember even what was happening in that scene. No, it was when he was coming in to eat the pizza, wasn't it? When the guy from that show was coming in oh, to eat yeah. the pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all, and I'm just like... yeah. I mean, it's 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 no uh, um, well. Who is not a Frank Sinatra fan? So no. I was just going to say, you know, but I'm a as I know Jeff totally is. Uh, Jeff Mazuka is huge fan of Frank Sinatra, mm -hmm. and that is a, such a great arrangement. And that came on, and it was just perfect for that scene. And I was just like listening to the music, and it was like I don't care even what's on screen. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. And I thought it just really tied the whole uh, scene together. Really enjoyed it. Like the, I thought the music was fun in general. Yeah. yeah. Like it opened fun. The, the respect time... the respect scene, speaking of recently yeah. departed. Yeah. yeah. How cool was that? Yeah. How cool was that? The only time the music took me out of it was not like the actual, not the like popular music, but the mm. score. Mm. It took me out of the movie the very last scene when they're all on that little like balcony type thing at the end. The way that the, and I don't know quite what instrument it was, but it was just like these very soft little doo doo doo, kind of like just very. It sounded like the music from Saturday Night Live when they would do the deep thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to take you out of pretty much anything. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I was like, Deep thoughts. By deep Jack thoughts. Andy. By, By Jack, Jack Andy. Andy. <laughs> this one time, I took my nephew to Disney World. And I drove him to a burned yes, out barn. That's just the one I was <laughs> thinking of. Drove him to a burned out barn. I was like, Oh no, Disney World burnt down. I was going to take him to the real Disney World, but it was getting pretty late. <laughs> so I took him home instead. <laughs> And I was just thinking of that mm -hmm. deep thought, too. That's um, so that's the only time music took me out of the movie was that yeah. moment at the very end and, when they're yeah. when they're like, you know, anything, what do you think's in the pizza and that whole thing? Is like, you know. Anything that makes you yeah. think of that is going to take you out of pretty much <laughs> yeah. anything, right. really, because there's no coming yeah, back. Yeah, there is nothing. There's no coming back from there's that. Nothing. No. There's nothing. No. Um, favorite scene, I was, I was trying to think of a favorite scene, and my favorite scene, as, as we've talked about, you know, saying that maybe this is not a movie 
quote, made for guys. Um, but actually, my favorite scene in the movie is... Well, that's gonna, what that person said. That's like, what that person I, said. That, I that, wasn't saying that. That I was gonna, nasty person. Well, no, I think they're maybe a nice person. Oh, they might they're be a nice person. You know, I'm, okay. not, I'm not calling it... I'm not... Okay. No negativity no name calling? for me. No name I'm happy. Okay. I'm no name calling. Okay. Jerk. Good. It's good. <laughs> Do you call me a jerk or do you call the other anybody, people a jerk? Anybody. Anybody. It's anybody's like a jerk. if you get in the way. Oh, it's, okay. it's like those video games where you can hit the person that uh -huh. you're playing against and yeah. steal their lives. It's like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead with your favorite scene. Anyway. <laughs> Still trying to decide if you just called me a jerk or not. I'm I don't, not calling I don't you a jerk. You, okay, I love you. All right. Okay. Not um, this time anyway. Well, no, that's not not to my face. Um, mm -hmm. Is the scene where right after she has right after JoJo has dumped Bill, mm -hmm. and she goes into the pizza place and she's just running around and and she's having the entire conversation herself. Yeah. And like, and she's like, you know, it, you guys are right. I should, and everybody just staring at her. Like mm -hmm. nobody's interrupting. Nobody's saying a thing. She's like, you know, but it, and I broke it off and he cried. And then, you know, she's totally full of it. None of this happened. And then all of a sudden, like she starts saying their part to the conversation too. And she's like, I, I know you guys are right. I'm like, Nobody said anything. Nobody, just, yeah. And just, I, I really like that scene. I yeah. like she she did of the people who were in the movie. I don't think of her as being one of the actors who went on to do like amazing things like big movies. And I think of Vincent D'Onofrio. I think of uh, mm -hmm. Julie Roberts, even Annabeth Gish to a certain extent. But I don't typically think of of that actress as having gone on to do things other than maybe TV shows and yeah, um, to do TV shows and independent movies and things like that. But in that one particular scene, I was like, wow, that's, that's a, that you're, you got your own little mini tour de force going on yeah. here as you're, you know, eating up this scene. So I think for me, that's probably my favorite scene in the movie is just as she's doing that whole thing. Um, the, uh, the one scene that, um, that, you know, since I had a, a bit of a crush on, on Julia Roberts, anyway, the one scene that just like, you could freeze that particular scene and like, you know what, that, that kind of sums up. One of the reasons that I liked Julia Roberts is the scene where they're all standing out there and she's like, you know, you guys, you guys have got something going for you. And she's like, all I've got is this. And she points to her face and then hand, and holds up the beer. She's like, I've got this and this. <laughs> it's like, you're just adorable. <laughs> I want to make you happy. I, yeah. I, just, I would like to, I would like to protect you just from everything, from the world. And much, much the same way that we had the one character from the Blue Velvet movie felt the same way about. Kind of just wanted to protect her from everything. Yeah, well, Laura is, Dern. Yes, yes, oh, Laura Dern. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then dinosaurs just a few years after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Well, do we have anything else we want to say about Mr. Pizza? Just always remember, whenever someone says "I effed up," you can always come back with, "Yeah, but you gave it a hundred percent effort." Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. It's a good movie. Very good movie. Yeah, All I right. So, final good question. To see you again. Final question. What's your favorite kind of pizza? I gave you time to think. You did. You had an entire episode to think about it. Favorite pizza is mm -hmm. probably stuffed sausage and spinach with garlic. Okay. That is currently riding real high. Okay. Part of the problem is I can't get it right. There was a place okay. that used to make it. They closed. And every time I try to copy it, somewhere else I fail. Okay. So I think part of the reason it's my favorite is because I can't have it. It's the forbidden okay. fruit. It's yes. The, it's the... Yes, the unattainable goal. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I will. I will remake this pizza. What did he call it in... Uh, unicorn? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was it unicorn? Is that what he kept calling the car? Or whatever the mystical beast? Yeah. Was I think it was... 
But yes. Yeah, so that's your... Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you, John? I've had a lot of pizza in my life. As have we all. I'd like to go have a lot of pizza later tonight. Um, I, you know what, I think lately the one in particular that if I, if I could just have any pizza I wanted, there's this one particular spot, and, and we benefit from living near Chicago, mm-hmm. so we have the best pizza in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody else says, we mm-hmm. have the best pizza in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, took the kids into the city a couple weeks ago, went to the Giordano's that's right there off of, um, off of Millennium Park. Mm-hmm, yep. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think right now, one of my favorites is, uh, there's a little place that's not too far from where we live called Silo. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And they have... You ever had their taco pizza? Long time ago. So and I do good. like it. My favorite is their seafood pizza, though. Mm. It's really, I really good. Nice. The seafood pizza. So it actually, it, it was actually featured, and I did not see this. I saw this written on their menu on that Chicago's Best oh, show right where they do, like, the food sure. critic kind of guy. Cool. Um, did I ever tell you Dennis and I? Did you see us when we showed yes. up on that? Dennis yes. and I were on that, the macaroni and cheese yes. place. It's warm and inviting. Um... The, I couldn't remember what all was in the pizza, so I looked it up on their menu really fast. It is, uh, their seafood pizza is a unique blend of snow crab, pollock, shrimp, and white clam sauce. Mm-hmm. And I might be driving past there. It's the white clam sauce tonight. that I'm not sure I'm down with. Everything else sounded good. It's really good. Okay, I'll really try good. it sometime. In fact, if the rest of the family is ordering the pizzas, and we're like, we're just going to get a big bunch of big pizzas to share. I'd be like, okay, that's totally fine. You guys can get a bunch of big pizzas to share. I would like a personal fan mm-hmm. of the seafood pizza. They're like, well, no, no, we're just getting to... No, 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 you don't understand. You may get your pizzas to share. Does anyone else want seafood? And they're like, oh, shit, no. no. Okay, <laughs> then you get your pizzas to share. Yeah. I will have that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. I will drive separately. If you're not going to get it for me, I will drive separately and go get my own personal fan seafood pizza. Right, So. Right. All right, well, if you would like to tell us what you like about Mystic Pizza or what you don't like, if you don't like the movie, that's totally fine, too. We'd love to hear from you, so you can go to our pod, uh, podcast website at 30podcast.com. Um, if you want to tell us what your favorite kind of pizza is, you can do that, too. Tweet us at, at 30 podcast. We'll try Let all. us know. We could try them all. We'll try if, them it, all. if it's got pineapple, I might skip it. No, I don't think I'm going to do the pineapple. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do anchovies, either. I don't think I've ever had anchovies, but I just don't know. It just doesn't... Oh, anchovies in the right spot, guys. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll, I hate. I'll try anything once. Buy that for now. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this time for Mystic Pizza. Um, if you come on back next week, we are going to be talking about Heather's. Uh, we'll give it a shot, right? Yeah. Might blow up in our face, but we'll give it a shot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puns. Puns everywhere. Yes. All over the place. I saw something funny the other day. It was a, it was a meme that said, um, I wish you cowards would stop saying no pun intended. Own your puns. Intend your puns. I was like, I think I will. I think I'm going to intend I will just my intend puns my today. puns from now on. All right. Well, that's it for the 30-something movie podcast. We will see you back here for Heather's next time. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Okay. And uh, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies. <laughs>